everybody, and welcome back to the Disney Plus or Minus podcast. It is episode 40. Did you 40. realize that? Holy crap. <laughs> episode 40. And I think we chose like a nicely special movie for episode 40. We chose a very special one. And you know what I was actually thinking about? Because I did realize that it was number 40. Oh, the surprise was, it seemed like you didn't. And I appreciate I know. your acting like, skills. I- I dabbled in acting when I was younger. I told you this. I went to <laughs> oh, an yeah. acting class or two as a child. You've, Much like Greg from The Bachelorette. I was about to say it. Did you watch last night's episode? Oh, literally, while I was watching, like <laughs> my mom was like, he's an idiot, he's an idiot. And I paused it and I was like, listen, Danielle told me that he's gone to acting classes. So now when I'm watching this, that's the only all thing I can think. think is he's acting. Mm-hmm. Like he stands up and he goes, I, I <laughs> said I could give you the world. And he goes in his head, it says, oh, it says in the uh, script, put hand, head in hands. And then script, it says, exit stage left. And then walk out of the room. Dramatically walks like, out. Literally, it was so, such acting. It was unbelievable. It was also fucking brutal. I watched it more than once because, like, it didn't hit me at first. Just how fucked up it was and how manipulative and gross he is. And I am, I've been up, like, I woke up mad at Greg this morning. That's how I am feeling. <laughs> Hilarious that you say that, considering how you felt about him at night one of the show. But oh, obsessed. <laughs> the the funny thing is, though, when I was watching it with my mom, literally at, at least 40 times, see what I did there? Nice. She must have said, does he not understand this is a show? Does he not understand the point of the show? Does he not understand this is a TV show? Does he not understand the show? I'm like, mom, he's acting. <laughs> he's, he's doing it for the clout at this point. He's just trying to make a dramatic exit so people exactly. sympathize with him. But little does he know that he really just screwed himself. He, he really screwed himself he up. He really yeah. did. He really did. And if you disagree with us, go fucking rewatch that and see what a gaslighting, manipulative motherfucker that man is. Okay? It just, and it truly came out of nowhere. That's why she, whatever. This is not a uh, Bachelor <laughs> podcast. I'm so sorry. Anyway, what I was going to say was I did know that this was episode 40 and okay. I lost my thought. I lost my thought. I lost my thought. Where is it? What was you I went to say? acting school? That, no, oh, it was no. after that. It was after I knew that. that this was episode 40 and I was, I totally lost the thought. Oh, Damn shit. it. This is what Greg does. He's a motherfucker. This is what Greg does. He <laughs> is a motherfucker. Um, I totally lost the thought. Um, I really don't have anything spectacular for 40, except for when I think of 40, I think of its relationship to 20. And I think of the fact that 20 squared is 400, which is just 40 with an extra zero. These um, are all facts. Um, And yeah, that's pretty much it. It just feels like a nice milestone. Like, wow, episode 40, we did it. Thank you. I remembered my thought. There we go. Thank you so much. I was thinking about how for 25, we did our math anniversary mini podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about how that was so long ago. Right. And, how, and I was like, but 50 is going to be so soon. And then I thought about it. And no, 50 is not going to be so soon. 50 is also going to be at the It's like half of a year-ish year. from now. Yeah. Because it's going to be, what, right. 20 weeks from now? Right. Yeah. So it's August. So it's actually It'll, yeah. January again. Yeah. Um, which makes sense because every two weeks, 25 episodes is a year. Yep. Basically. <laughs> That's um, how that works. <laughs> so anyway, I was just thinking like, oh my God, what are we going to do? It's so soon, but it's not so soon. It's not so soon. It feels like, I feel you though. It feels like it's so soon. Like I'm already thinking away about episode like, 50. Yeah. Right. 10 absolutely. away is like, but well, anyway, we'll, we'll get there we digress. We get there. <laughs> All right. So the movie that we chose was another um, 
one that you all suggested in our Instagram poll, which was the Cheetah Girls 2. Yes. Um, does this so one what, have a, a tagline? No, it's just it Cheetah doesn't. Girls 2. I looked. Okay. Yeah, it's just okay. the Cheetah Girls 2. Gotcha. So what Disney Plus says, the Cheetahs go to Barcelona to perform in a music festival. They do. Uh, initial release August 25th, 2006. That's very close to when oh, this is going to be released. Month. Same mm-hmm. month. It is drama, coming of age, and music. I'm upset it's not rated a comedy because I find it to be comedic. <laughs> it's a comedy. Um, it's an hour and 38 minutes. Long. And it has long. I'm one sorry, of the longest. <laughs> I think so. Less, do not forget, though, that the longest is an hour and 40 minutes, which is don't look, don't under, look under the bed. The bed. <laughs> Please never forget. That is the longest decom, which I've said it many times. I will say it again. Should be a 10-minute short. It should be. It's, it would be so much better as a 10-minute It would be an short. amazing 10-minute short. Incredible. Disney, listen, <laughs> we know you're going through a lawsuit right now, Ooh. but uh, I got a good one for you. <laughs> Here's some ideas. We got we got some ideas. This is not the first time we've come up with brilliant plans for Disney. It is not. Someone get us connected, please. I'll get you connected to Disney in a very nice way because Colin Joe's father was my high school teacher. Colin Joe's is now married to Scarlett Johansson, who is suing Disney. So I'm pretty sure her lawyers are in communication with their lawyers. So listen, if you want, I'll just hit up Mr. Jost and uh I'll get you that good connect right there. <laughs> this is the first I'm hearing. I think that Colin Joe's father was your teacher. Wait, are you I've never I don't told think this I've before. ever heard that before. Wait, I have something hilarious to tell you about this. Actually, I think that I actually didn't tell anyone this story yet. Oh my god. So when I was just when I was in Europe when we were in Paris, which by the way is the only European city we were in where there were any other American tourists, my friends and I were just like walking down this main street. It's like the main strip that gets you to the the arch to to triumph. That one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one. I'm glad you tried it. (laughs) Yep, I tried. And we're walking down the street and we passed like a theater that had a sign for Black Widow that was coming out in a few weeks. And I was like, oh, they're delayed. Like that already came out. I was like, did you know that she's um, marrying, she's having a baby with um, Colin Jost. And I was like, Colin Jost's dad was my teacher. And literally I'm talking to her and all of a sudden I hear someone go, are you serious? And I... (laughs) Didn't think that that man was talking to me. So I kept talking to Jen. He goes, seriously, Colin just dad is your teacher. So I turn turn and I'm like, what? And he's like, Colin just dad is really, was really your teacher. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, where did you go to school? And I was like, Staten Island. He's like, Colin just is from Staten Island. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, we're from Brooklyn. I was like, me too. (laughs) So we had like, we're like, no one stopped walking. So we like had a little conversation, but it was the weirdest thing in the world, especially because we hadn't seen any other Americans literally the entire time. And we had been in Europe for a week at that point. And so just to hear someone in an American, you know, an American accent be like, are you serious? I was like, and to also have them like also be from Brooklyn. Like that's so right. weird. So, so weird. weird. And like to like overhear enough to comment on it. It was actually hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Amazing. That's so strange. Yeah. Oh but yes, Colin Jostad was my teacher. Gotcha. Actually for two years. Oh my God. What did he teach? Now I need to know. Taught computer. So he taught like this Microsoft office class we had to take freshman year. And then he also ta- taught CAD. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What a nerd. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Everyone anyway. loved him. He would That's like s- slide around the room on his spinny chair. Love that for him. Yeah. I That's big computer teacher energy. Big computer teacher energy. <laughs> Huge computer teacher energy. 
Anyway. Anyway. Um, so the last stat here is it gets a whopping 61% on Rotten Tomatoes. It sure does. That's, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah. I think. All right. I'm going to go with my pre-movies because I've already wasted enough of your time. <laughs> um, I said, as great as the OG Cheetah Girls, uh, sorry, this is as great as the OG Cheetah Girls, but make it Spain. I'm ready for the ladies to serve looks, attitude, and music I can jam to. Honestly, I don't want to say more because I'll give away the whole plot and we just don't want to do that right now. I will say specifically, though, I am most excited for Strut, my favorite Mm. Cheetah Girls song of all time, because it actually legitimately plays on repeat in my head on most days. Very often in my head, I'll just be like, Strut, like you mean it for your mind. Like it just comes out in my head. It's not enough just to dream it. Come on. Come on. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, come on. Come Come on. on. I mean, same. That's a, uh, I love that for you personally. Um, I had a really similar, I feel like, um, pre-movie thoughts. I said, I mean, it's the Cheetah Girls. What more can you say? Um, I definitely don't think I watched the second one as much as I did the first one, but I know there are some absolute bops in this one, Strut very much included, and we're taking it international. Um, I was ready for a dramatic musical adventure because I feel like that's just, you know, if you're with the Cheetah Girls, that's what it's going to be, you know? An adventure, a quest of sorts. Oh, always a quest. I mean, that's what... it's coming of age. This is coming of age. Basically, it's always a quest if it's coming of age. It's their individualized quests to adulthood. Is that what this is? Absolutely not. Okay, great. All right, so here we go. So the movie opens and we are performing at their high school graduation, graduate ceremony. Yeah. They are not graduates. They are no, juniors. they're just performing. Yes, they are performing. <laughs> they are in cheetah denim. It's cute. Um, it's a good If you don't look. know what that is, just think Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears, but then add some cheetah print Beautiful. to the denim on denim. It's great. Um, and they are singing The Party's Just Begun, by the way. The Party's Just Begun. Which is so good. And I also, okay, like I was, I, I was ready for this movie, but I wasn't like prepared. I don't know what that means. But as soon as this song started, I was like, oh, I know every single word. Like, yes, it just exactly. like, came flooding back and it was fantastic. Yeah. Before it started, for some reason, the only song I could specifically remember being in this movie was Strut. But then yeah. literally as each one came on, I was just I was like, oh, along. right. This one. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was so great. It was we got the whole thing. Lots of choreography. By the end of the song, uh, Gabri- Gabriella. Galleria. Wow. Morty fucking I up I did that multiple times, too, actually. <laughs> oh, man. It's hard. Um, Galleria is she's running through the audience she brings them all on stage everybody's dancing the people crowd loves them absolutely love them they are killing it they're all the fans they love it um and it's a great opener you know we get the good opener and the girls come off stage mm -hmm. and we hear that junior year is over uh chanel got a 1600 on her sat very impressive galleria wants them all to go to nyu together um (laughs) but it is summer they are ready to chill um, but we all know that's not going to happen. Obviously. Um, we learned about some of their family plans. Um, what's her name? Wow. Aqua is going to go back to Houston for a little bit. Galleria and her family are supposed to go to Martha's Vineyard and spend some time, uh, there. And while they're discussing all of this, um, Galleria's mom, Dorothea, spills the beans that her family is going to, sorry, that Chanel's family is going to Barcelona, which is news to Chanel. She did not know this. And they Um, are going because that is where Chanel's mom's boyfriend, Luke, lives slash is from. Yes. And she doesn't Um, like him. So she she doesn't doesn't want to spend time with him and his family. And she's worried about that. 
Yeah, she does not want to go, and she confides in Galleria later that she thinks that her mom is going to make them move there if they get married, and she thinks if they go on the strip that they're more likely to get married. Um, and so this is kind of during like a, I don't know, pre-slumber party discussion the two of them are having, <laughs> Galleria and Chanel, and then they kind of come up with some sort of plan. So Chanel goes out to her mom and tells her that she's, quote, willing to make it work, mm. um, but only if the cheetahs can come to Barcelona as well and both moms Galleria's and Chanel's are like absolutely not everyone no. has their own summer plans this is not happening Luke can't host this many people so then we get uh, another scene of basically a little slumber party and it's the four an of them actual now. Slumber an party. actual slumber party it's the four of them they're like really upset that they can't go to Barcelona and they're kind of all talking about what they're going to do instead like uh, I said Aqua said she's going to take some chem classes Dorinda said she's going to teach some dance classes and as they're all discussing this they see a shooting star and they run the to the window star. which like amazing how they could see that and then have enough time to go to the window right. and then actually make a wish I I think I've only seen a shooting star like once in my life. Literally, I've seen one once. Once, exactly. Oh my God. And it was the most magical thing though in the entire world. It is world. magical. Natalie, do you think we're going to see shooting stars in a couple weeks? <gasps> we might. We might. <laughs> That's exciting. We'll keep you guys updated. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was so magical. It's uh, so magical to see a shooting star. It is. Which is, these girls know that and they make a wish. They wish, they all like really quietly whisper, Barcelona. <laughs> it's very yes. weird. <laughs> and moments after they whisper it, this magazine flips in their room to a page of some sort of music festival happening in Barcelona. It's magic. It is. Um, so they come back inside and Gallery is like, um, what's this? And has Chanel read it because the advertisement is in Spanish, Obviously. which is upsetting to me because don't they speak Catalonian in Barcelona, not Spanish? Oh, well, that's a, something for the entire fucking movie. Then. This is a plot hole. Okay. Yikes. This is a plot hole. <laughs> we found it. I'm pretty sure. I'm going to look it up in a second. Okay. Anyway, so she has her read it and it's an ad for undiscovered talent. Um, and it's, you know, a music contest happening in Barcelona. And Gallery is like, um, we're sitting in my bedroom eating Kung Pao chicken. It doesn't get more undiscovered than that. True. She's not wrong. I loved that. She's not wrong. Um, but unfortunately, she continues reading the, uh, the, sorry, the advertisement. And she realizes that the deadline to apply was last week. And that is really upsetting. Um, so... They're like, we're not going to make that stop us. Like, let's call them. Let's get this number. So they go to like type this number in their phone and then they look at the clock and they're like, oh, and it's 10 p.m. where they are in New York, which means it's 4 a.m. in Barcelona. So like, okay, maybe we can call back when it's not 4 a.m. Um, so apparently, Galleria, I didn't know she did this. She set an alarm to wake them up at 4 a.m. their time. So it would be, uh, what time would it be there? <laughs> Plus six 10 hours, 10 a.m. There you go. Which doesn't make sense why they have to wait till 10 a.m. for the organization to open like why I mean, does it open at nine mm. like <laughs> why does it open an hour later because yeah does. like 10 a.m. is a late time for something isn't to barcelona open. like the the place of like siestas though like i think they do things like True. later and like casually so like of course they're not gonna open till 10 it's just a, a music place you know um by the <laughs> way i looked up the language thing and i'm sorry i said catalonian i think it's pronounced catalan Anyway, oh, it okay. is the official language of Barcelona, although they do speak Spanish, okay. but um, mm. they're both official languages. Also, it is not a dialect of Spanish. It is recognized as a different language. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so. 
so they i mean i guess it's fine that they were speaking spanish then but yeah. also but hmm. mm-hmm. they didn't even address it i mean no they didn't, they didn't. address that no. like come on and they mentioned spanish <laughs> a lot a lot <laughs> so right. anyway Anywho, speaking of spanish they call and uh the woman on the other line picks up but obviously she's speaking spanish so uh galleria has to give the phone to chanel and chanel's talking to them and they're saying like oh no it's too late like again the deadline already passed and they're just like we're just gonna audition over the phone right now and so she the i think galleria goes sisters and then they all start singing we are sisters we stand together um that one and it worked (laughs) She gives them directions for how to apply immediately. Yeah. So, sure. I shoot your shot, you know? Right. So next we get their pitch to their moms. Um, honestly, they make a great case for themselves, the four of them. Um, and Chanel's mom is like, only if Galleria's mom comes as well. And Galleria's mom is like, <laughs> a, a summer in Barcelona? And so this is happening. They're all going to be going uh, the six of them to Barcelona together. Yes. Um, Galleria's mom pulls Galleria aside, though, and she says, um, you'll be on your way home if there's any monkey business. This is a crucial trip for Antoinette, which is Chanel's mom, meaning she really thinks she's going to get proposed to, so she doesn't want Galleria to screw that up in any way. Yes. Um, at the airport, Galleria then refers to them as international superstars in training now, Duh. <laughs> um, which I thought was very cute. And they are, of course, serving looks at the airport always um, unlike me who shows up like an actual person who just rolled out of bed i was just gonna say uh, but that's not for me because i i cannot even fathom wearing like real jeans in an airport adidas sweats is that we're uh, leggings oh no, no no i go sweats i go leggings with pockets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right well we're not gonna be matchy match we can no it's we'll fine you do you, you do you you do you all right you all do right. you it's gonna be the middle of august you know yeah, so they <laughs> arrive in Barcelona, um, and Aqua starts listing all of the things that they need to see. Um, Danielle, do you have any information on that? Oh, do I? Can I just say that uh, Aqua is very excited. She's a history very. buff, it seems, and she wants to go to all the places. Like Natalie said, she lists off about like six or seven places she wants to go, and I believe it's Dorinda who looks and says, look at like this city. Like, How are we going to do this all in one day? And I say, that's a great question, Dorinda. How are you going to do this all in one day? Great question, Dorinda. <laughs> do you know what time it is, Natalie? <laughs> what time is it, Danielle? Oh, it's math busting time. It's time for math busters. So I appreciate how this one's very much in the beginning because last time it was very much at the end. Very so much just, at the end. We're getting right to it. Um, so let's, let's give us some deets. Um, so here's the question is, could they do Barcelona in one day based off all the places that Aqua said she wanted to go? Um, so the places that she listed was, uh, Las Ramblas is what she says, which is like this famous street in Barcelona that you have to go to, um, the Olympic stadium, multiple museums, including the Picasso museum, the Miro museum and the Dali museum, as well as the chocolate museum and the Gaudi cathedral, which is also known as Sagrada Familia. Um, which Beautiful. she can't say. Thank you. Because I can roll my R's. I'm like Aqua. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Thank it's you. also an ASMR podcast. Um, yes. <laughs> so 
the one thing I wasn't sure about was where did these girls start? Like, where were we at this moment in time? Um, I had an idea, but I wanted to do some checky checks and see if there was an actual answer. Um, so I just, you know, Googled a little bit and I said, where did they film parts of the Cheetah Girls 2 in Barcelona? Amazing. And let me tell you that I got almost an immediate answer. And I'm actually going to read something to you. Um, because the I got the answer in the form of a review on TripAdvisor. Because, Amazing. Because <laughs> this person reviewed the place where they start, which is actually uh, Park Guell, um, which is a famous spot in Barcelona. And the title of this review is Where Some Scenes of the Cheetah Girls 2 Was Filmed. <laughs> Okay. Uh, This review says, this was on my list of places to visit because one of my favorite movies was filmed here, The Cheetah Girls 2, where the girls entered a singing competition, was filmed in Park Guell for the song Strut in the beginning of the movie. Besides that, though, Park Guell blessed us with beautiful views of Barcelona, blah, blah, blah. She talks about how great Barcelona is and that she made her grandma walk up a really tall hill. Um, So... This oh. confirmed to me that this is where they are in the beginning of the movie. They are starting in Park Guell. That is where we're at. Can you just, like, guess when this review is from? Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't know. 2020? Uh, okay. You're on the right track. It was from 2016, which, like, <laughs> someone's going to Barcelona in 2016 and still thinking about the Cheetah Girls, too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, which I just I love for them. I love this for them. It's great. Um, I just thought it's, it was really silly. It's only ten years later. Yeah, um, it's their favorite movie. Anyway, it was great because it gave me my starting point for where the girls are, and they are in Parkwell. Um, so, like I said, there was about seven other places that Aqua listed off of uh, places that she wanted to go. And so, what I did in order to figure out like the best route for them was I put them all in a little like Google Maps like trip list, Amazing. you know, a little saved list, and then just looked at them on the map and saw, you know, what's the best way to go about you know, the most efficient walking route. Basically, I wanted to see like how long it would take them to walk from place to place to place. Um, so, starting at Park Guell, the next place that we would go to would be La Sagrada Familia, which is that cathedral and that's about a 25 minute walk so not so bad from there we can take a 26 minute walk to the chocolate museum right across the street we can go to the picasso museum so that's a three minute walk um and then from the picasso museum we can go to one end of la rambla um, which is a 16 minute walk but that's the street that they wanted to walk down so i also included them walking down that entire street Mm -hmm. Um, so that's plus another 14 minutes to walk down la rambla Um, And then from there, they went to the Miro Museum, which is a 29-minute walk. And then from there, they went to the Olympic Stadium, which is an eight-minute walk. So, so far, in just walking from all these places, the cheetahs have walked for 121 minutes, aka just over two hours they've been walking for. Um, However, one of the things that was listed is missing from this list, uh, and that is the Dali Museum. Because the Dali Museum is actually in a town called Figueres, which is not close to Barcelona. <laughs> I looked for a Dali Museum in Barcelona and like everything I looked up sent me to this other place, which walking would take you 29 hours. <laughs> so that's a little far. So I was like, okay, okay, let's like roll it back a little bit. I'll try and be reasonable. How long does it take to drive there? Um, 
rounding a little bit because there was a couple routes. It takes about two hours to drive there. So I said, okay, great. We're going to drive two hours there. We're going to have to drive two hours back because right. the girls are staying in Barcelona. So we have those two hours from walking. We have the four hours from going to the Dali Museum very far away. So, so far we have six hours of just travel time and the girls haven't even enjoyed themselves in any of these places yet. Right. I assume right. they'd want to spend like, I don't know, a minimum of like at least a half hour in all of these places, yeah. probably more when people go to museums. I don't know. They spend like hours in museums, but I was like, Ugh, let's kill just, me now. I know. Right. I'm not for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I figured half hour minimum, we'll give them that. So there were seven places on that list. So seven times 30 minutes uh, would give us three and a half hours of activity time. So six hours of travel, three and a half hours of activity time. We're at nine and a half hours for the entire day so far with like just enough time in each location. So I'm not saying it's impossible because of course you can do like a big 10 hour day. I'm sure we've done similar things. I'm just saying it's probably very unlikely because this is like nonstop moving. Uh, They didn't even stop to eat. You know, they're probably not staying super long in any of these places. And I really doubt they're taking that two hour drive to that Dali museum. um, Right. That's not even directly in Barcelona. Um, So I think it's map busted. I don't think they would ideally do all of these things in one day. Right. The only thing that I looked up is when the sun sets in July in um, Barcelona, which is 9.30 p.m. So the fact that it was still light out, though, doesn't help. But yeah, would they do all of that? They also were not wearing sensible shoes. No, they were not. So that's a lot of walking for not not thinking about it a lot i don't know we don't know what time they also they probably stopped to sing a couple times they did we know they did. they always do um but yeah so like i said it's possible if you really want to cram it in but i i just simply don't think they could have done it if they tried sorry girls sorry ladies but Anyway, they still act as though they are exhausted from seeing all of Barcelona in a day. But they they don't. Wait, I'm sorry. After that whole list, they don't even do that. They're like, okay, what's the first thing we want to do? And they say, shopping. And they just go shopping. But I assume that they do because then they get to this like cathedral looking restaurant and Dorinda's is like, oh, Barcelona in a day. I'm so exhausted. Okay, okay. And so they sit down and then like Galleria orders a Coke in the most obnoxious fashion so possible. Um, and so they do act as though they did Barcelona okay, okay. in a day. Doubtful. Um, which they didn't need to do because they had weeks and weeks there, but right? sure. They were there for so long. Right. <laughs> So right after Galleria orders her Coke like an absolute diva, this guy, Angel, starts walking down the stairs. Um, and he is, he, she says, have you ever seen something too perfect? And he's playing his guitar and he's singing. Um, and as he walks down playing the guitar, all of a sudden, then they break into strut. It's beautiful. Um, it is phenomenal. It's better than I ever remembered it. It's better than I ever needed it to be. And it is now ringing in my head more than ever before. Same. Um, and basically, they're just singing it and, like, walking through the streets of Barcelona with Angel. Um, when the song ends, she asks him his name because they didn't know it yet. Um, and he says it, like, with a Spanish accent, like, Angel. <laughs> yes. And she's exactly like, she's like it. <laughs> it's exactly how he says it. And she's like, oh, Angel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so now I'm saying Angel. So <laughs> um, I know. 
And she, she like thanks him for sharing his music and his city. And then they literally just leave. It's so weird though. She's like, you showed me your Barcelona. It was beautiful. And I'm like, it was three minutes. It was three minutes and you ran around the streets of Barcelona. It was so weird. Also, the song clearly has some electric guitar in it and they're trying to make it seem like Angel and his acoustic guitar are doing all right. of the work, which is bullshit. Anyway, um, we roll up to Luke's place and his place is beautiful. There's massive this giant European villa. It's absolutely wonderful. They all pull up, they get greeted by like, you know, the the house people that work there. Um, they're showing them the rooms. They're saying, you know, breakfast is served in the garden at 10. We, you can leave your laundry out at night and it'll get done. There are metro passes in your room. Like they are set. This place is beautiful. It's huge. Luke has hooked them up um, because I guess his family's like fucking rich and loaded, which is great. And the girls are absolutely stoked, but Chanel is not. She's no. like, <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what her problem is at this point. She's just like, this is not it. I don't want to be here. Um, yeah, she's just, like, salty about it being nice. Yeah, and uh, Luke comes in, and he's so kind. He says hi to all the girls. He's, like, so happy for them to be there. He says, you know, eat, sleep, enjoy. You know, he's basically just saying, like, have a great time. And when he leaves, Chanel's like, Ugh, eat, sleep, enjoy. He's so controlling. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> have you met Greg? Like, come have on. Have you this met is- Greg? <laughs> So at breakfast, at breakfast the next morning, the girls tell the moms that they're going to go to the festival headquarters to get their information packets. And I only thought like, just you're having four 17 year old girls in a new city where only one of them speaks the language, just go off on their own. Like, that's a big loop to me. I will um, though. So they, uh, which I'm sure you're about to say, but Luke says that he has um, someone uh, to help. An associate. An associate, yes. To, available th- for them throughout their stay, basically to help them with anything they need. Um, he calls him the Count de Tobar and they're like, ooh, a count, like who the fuck is that? Whatever. Um, Chanel's, again, not having it. She's like, we don't need your help. We're fine. And she's like, we have our Metro passes and leaves. And I wrote, I appreciate the confidence one has when navigating other subway systems when you come from New York City. Because, like, same. <laughs> like, right. I'm like, I no, can do any metro true. system now that I know how to do the subway. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I can figure anything out. Granted, yes, they are for, like, 16, 17-year-old girls. So, like, maybe not. But I, I, I approach each new metro system in a new city with the same exact confidence as Chanel did so in that moment. I would say that one thing that really adds to my confidence navigating a new subway system like we just did with Paris a few weeks ago is the fact that I do have the map on my phone. In the year 2000, you did not have the map on your phone. Um, so like, for example, when we were in Paris, the train we needed to take at like 9 p.m. just stopped running because there was some sort of incident. Perfect. So quick, by quickly looking at the map, we were able to find an alternate route. But, you know, I think not having that Google is Maps. Valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think in 2006 they had like iPhones or Google Maps uh, leading them around right. Barcelona. So that's valid. But That's good fine. for the confidence because you know yeah. what? They arrive. They get to the headquarters. It sure is a do. beautiful, beautiful theater. Um, and they walk in and the assistant, the woman at the front desk receptionist, whatever, is like, go in there. That's where the guy who's running it is. And they walk in and he's like, and what do you have prepared? And they're like, uh, we have our CD. And he's like, no, what do you have prepared to sing? Surely you didn't think you'd be entered into the contest without a proper audition. And they're like, uh, they were not prepared. No. Um, but they get up and they start singing Cheetah Sisters, of course. Of course. And after like 35 seconds of them singing, he's like, that's enough. Gets on the phone, walks out. 
And then as he walks out, in walks the receptionist. And they're like, what the F? He hated us. And she's like, you're in. And it was just yeah. like, he couldn't have just told them. Or no, 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 no. It was unclear why. But anyway, um, she and then immediately Galleria is kind of going in and she's like, great. Like, we need to rehearse this time, blah, blah, blah. Like, we need to do all these things. She's ready to get down to business. Um, and I think we're at the the house. We're back at the, the, the villa at now. The villa. Um, and yeah, Galleria just wants to practice. She just wants to rehearse for the competition, which makes sense, you know. Um, and the previously mentioned associate comes by and he's actually like a cute young lad. He's like not this old random guy they thought he was going to be he's someone that's their age and he's um luke's uh nephew nephew godson nephew godson one of those things i think he's godson um and he's his quote-unquote summer intern um and so he tells them that there's this place called the dancing cat it's a teen club and everyone you know tries out their material for the competition there so he encourages them to go and he says he's going to sign them up um his name is joaquin and we learn that he loves to dance as well. And so he's talking to Dorinda and he's like, maybe we can dance together. And he gives her like a card basically that has the address to the dance studio that he goes to. And all the girls are just so excited for Dorinda. And they're like, you're going to have beautiful babies. Oh my God. Yeah, they do say that. So weird. <laughs> so aggressive. But Joaquin really likes uh, Dorinda. He does. So... um this scene kind of happens and we cut to another scene where Aqua and Galleria are going shopping with Galleria's mom. Um, and they stop by this designer store and the mom happens to know the designer. He comes out and he's like, Oh my gosh, like it's been forever. Um, and so they like go into the store. Galleria is not happy because all she wants to do is get back and rehearse. Mm-hmm. But now this becomes a whole thing where they like invite Aqua into the back with the moms, look at the designs, blah, blah, blah. Um, because it, I guess apparently Aqua is an aspiring artist. Okay, right? I was like, I think Aqua's into fashion, I guess. Designer, like, is I mean, that a thing? Matters. Yeah. Um, maybe that was a thing in the first movie. I feel Listen, like I they needed something to distract Aqua from rehearsing. So now yeah, yeah, she yeah. is an now aspiring she, designer. Exactly. You know, she's doing a good job. We love that for her. And then um, immediately from this, we cut to Doe going to a dancing class with Joaquin um, with um, they're doing the tango. And so she starts doing the tango with him. So she's preoccupied at this Aqua is preoccupied with the designer stuff and gallery is just like, Oh my God, can we rehearse? Yes. Um, while Dorinda is tangoing with Joaquin, the song dance with me is playing. And, yes. uh, this is sung by Drew Seeley who famously sings the Troy parts in the first high school musical. Oh yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Great fun fact. I thought that was so silly. Um, yeah. But when the song and the dance ends, Dorinda literally runs out immediately after because she's like, I gotta go. Like, Dorinda wants us to rehearse. And Joaquin's like, no, 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 no. Like, please promise me you'll come back. Like, he's so sweet. And she's like, I will, I will, I will. He makes like 18 different plans with her. He's like, can you come teach a hip hop class? Make sure to come to the beach party. Oh, and make sure you come to the dancing cat. And I was like, wow. He's really, I mean, we love someone who puts himself out there, but he's got plans on plans. Seriously. <laughs> but so they do go to the dancing cat. Um, and there's, you know, all people that are performing. Um, this girl named Marisol goes up and performs and Joaquin explains to them that she is like the gem of Barcelona. She's, you know, um, the one from the contest who is actually from Barcelona. So everyone has her as like number one to win. She sings a song called Why Wait. Um, she's not 
good. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. First of all, can we talk about her outfit for a hot second? Okay, she is wearing a pink <laughs> top hat with gloves, shiny gloves. Um, her pants are also on one side jeans, on the other side jorts. Yes. And um, she's wearing like a magician's coat that has like coattails on it. It's as well. very confusing. It is not a good outfit. It's not good. Not, not good. Not one part of it. But the thing that's very upsetting to me is that it seems like everyone in the audience and the cheetahs themselves believe that she is amazing. Oh, yeah. Because Joaquin then suggests that they perform and they have like a million excuses why they can't yep. perform after her. And I'm like, are you intimidated by the magician lady? <laughs> oh, they are. They are. Yeah, it was not good. I, I Not good. Didn't like it. Yeah. Not so good. sorry, Marisol. But so then Marisol kind of comes up to them after they start talking to each other. Oh, that was so great. Oh, you're in the contest. So we're in the contest. And while that's happening, Angel performs. He goes yes. on to perform. And he starts singing a lullaby that apparently Chanel knows. Do you have the name of it? It is La Nanita Nana. Oh, hold on. I, I've got it. You just wait. A La Nanita Nana. That is what it's called. <laughs> and so Chanel starts singing it. It's actually a beautiful, beautiful song. And Marisol sings it with her because the song is in Spanish and the two of them are the only ones that know Spanish. So they kind of have this little moment. They actually sound really great together. They do. And the Cheetah Girls at the end, kind of the other three, jump in with some like oohs and ahs in the background yeah. and kind of harmonize with them. Um, so it sounds really nice by the end. And everyone's like, oh my God. And then uh, Joaquin comes up and he's like, the Cheetah Girls, you know, and he's like, look right. at them. Um, but and who else walks up? But Marisol's, Marisol's mother, manager, momager. Momager. <laughs> momager. Um, so her momager comes up and she's like, oh my God, you guys are so good. Like, let's exchange numbers. You know, I have a lot of um, connections here. I can really help you. I can open doors for you. I know everyone. And I'm like, why is she trying to help? So aggressive. I do not trust her. No. She exchanged, she is going to exchange numbers with one of the girls. And then she's like, oh, but Chanel, I speak Spanish. So let's just exchange numbers. And I'm like, why do you specifically sus. want sus, Chanel's sus, sus. number? Very sus. And literally the next scene is her mom explaining that she wants Chanel and Marisol. She's confiding in her daughter. She wants Chanel and Marisol to get together and break up the Cheetah Girls. Sus. So sus. So sus. So sus. And it's also really fucking rude because, so the, one of the last things she says to the girls is, um, you know, it's very difficult to win this contest on the first try. And Marisol's like, yeah, this is my third try. So when Marisol's talking to her mom, she's like, dude, do you like not have faith in me? Like, Right. You know, why are you trying to like set me up with one of the cheetah girls? So a little bit rude, you know, whatever. And then literally the next scene after that is Galleria's mom being like, be careful. Like, why is that woman trying to help you? And the girls are so oblivious. They're like, no, like she just knows a lot about the contest. Like you girls are fools. Fools. Dorothea knew the entire time. Always listen to knew. her. She knew. She knew. Anyway, they go to that beach party that they were talking about earlier with Joaquin. And similar to what happened earlier, everyone kind of goes off and does their own thing. Aqua goes and finds this guy named Marco because he had all the tapas. Uh, Doe starts dancing with uh, Joaquin. Marisol comes and grabs Chanel. And so Galleria is just kind of left on her own. She's like, you guys have one hour. And they're like, come on, it's a beach party, whatever. So obviously, they don't wind up meeting back in one hour, which is what she wants to do. Um, and so they're all split up again. Then we get this little moment with uh, Dorinda and Joaquin. And she asks him, she's like, how does one become a count? And he explains like, you know, his great, great, 
grandpa did something. Um, and she's asking him like, you know, how do you balance your dancing with wanting to go to Oxford? And he says, it's complicated. And he's like, does your family support your dance dreams? And she goes, it's complicated. Um, clearly because they're coming from, from two different backgrounds here. Right. Um, but they're getting to know each other getting to know each other yeah. um we cut to another scene which is very similar to the vibe from the scene in that they're like 30 minutes into a rehearsal and then no one is into it like galleria is they all kind of want to go off and do the things that they've been doing aqua wants to go with the designer doe wants to go with joaquin chanel gets a call from marisol um and so you know they are all running off actually chanel does stay back with galleria but then her mom comes in and is like are you ready for lunch like luke's whole family is coming um and she's like what like i don't want to (laughs) go um but her mom makes them dress like super stuffy in like these like skirt suits essentially skirt suits like like what you would imagine like a the first lady and yes. like first daughters would wear at like a presidential dinner. Yes. Like that's the only way you could describe it. Like, yes. um, yeah. So the thing about There's, that is though, is yeah. they, they, they're like, oh, this is going to be super fancy. Like we have to be, you know, on our best behavior. And then the car pulls up with all of Luke's family and they just come like barreling out. Like they have soccer balls that are all kind of in just like fun, casual beach clothes, Cold whatever. Clothes of bread. Yeah, they're just like so normal. And Chanel's like, I could have worn flip flops. And I'm like, that's true. Um, and then we cut to my favorite thing of any decom ever, which is the montage. montage. <laughs> so it is Chanel at this lunch, Doe teaching a hip hop class, Galleria writing new songs and rehearsing by herself, and Aqua sitting with this designer. Um, and so it is, you know, it cuts a lot in this montage because they're doing very different things. No one is doing what Galleria wants or what they came here for. No. Um, and the montage ends and we get Aqua showing off her designs. Um, she's showing them to all the girls. They're all like, that's so nice. Except Galleria, who's like, we need to rehearse. Yep. We need to practice these new songs that I wrote. And literally as she's saying <laughs> that, Joe gets a call and is off with Joaquin again. Um, Loki, I feel really bad for Galleria because yeah. she's actually like she's not being rude to them. She's no. just like, guys, we actually need to rehearse, and she's doing it on her own. Like she's not just sulking about it. Yeah, I like, fully agree. Like yeah. I, my next bullet is Galleria is peeved, but like, yeah, she should be. Like, the, yeah, she has every right to at this point. I think be upset that her friends are clearly not taking this as seriously as they yeah. should be. So after everyone like steps away, she goes outside, but she walks in on Chanel rehearsing with Marisol, like helping Marisol with her songs. Woof. And she's like, um, we need to rehearse. And Chanel's like, you need to go back to bed and wake up again. Like, I guess that, that's the version of like, check your attitude. Yeah. She's like, here you go again. Always trying to control everything. You just need to chill. Um, of course, Marisol has a little smirk in the corner. Cause we know that this is what her mom wants for them to break up. Um, and gallery is just like dude like really and just kind of leaves yeah it's not pretty it's not cute no. um we get a cut to the scene at the dance studio with doe and uh joaquin shows up and he's with like his bougier friends they're all dressed in suits and everything and they're kind of like at the door and he's kind of just like pushing them away saying like oh i can't come i can't come like i'll see you later bye 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 and kind of like pushes them out or whatever and dorinda's like uh why didn't you introduce me to them like why'd you push your friends away i didn't know it had to be so fancy and he was like whoa whoa, whoa. like 
calm down. Like, uh, I, I just, you know, didn't want to go to lunch with them. Like I want to hang out with you. And then I wrote her entire monologue. Are you ready? Oh, thank you so much. I was going to say, she's like, you can trace your, uh, sorry, I have to start again. Getting character. Yeah. Think do some Greg. Think Greg. <laughs> oh, okay. Think Greg. Because he had Sad that boy. perfect. He didn't stutter. He didn't no, stutter. He didn't. Oh my God. He did so well. <clears throat> Dorinda. You can trace back your ancestors for centuries. And when I go home, I go to a foster home. You dance because it's a hobby. I dance because it's my life. I might, I might not know where I'm from, but I know where I'm going and it's not here. And then she walks <laughs> out. Drop the mic. <laughs> I'm just like, what is happening? She just gets like so upset at Joaquin and says that they're from different places and different lives. And she also attacks the fact that they had both made the comment that things were complicated because she says this is too complicated for mm. her as she mm. leaves. It's a True. major yikes. Yeah, it is. Um, so we cut to Gallery with her mom and Galleria says that she's going to, or sorry, the mom is saying that she's going to restart her dream of being a designer. Like this trip really bolstered that for her. And Galleria is like, yeah, yeah, that's great, mom. I have news. I'm going home. Um, she says she actually cares too much about her friendship with Chanel to stay here and keep tainting it by keep keeping, continuing to try to push her to rehearse. So yes. she's going to go home. She's going to meet her dad and they're going to fly home together. Um, and she says, we didn't rehearse. The girls' heads aren't in it. I'm not going on stage and embarrassing myself. Um, great point. Yeah. No, again, valid points. I think she has the right mindset here. Uh, I'm, on, I'm on Galleria's side at this point. Yeah. And so is her mom. She's supportive. She thinks the plan makes sense. She's like, yeah, that, you know, that makes sense. Um, you know, I'm proud of you for making that decision. So that night, the two mothers, um, Chanel's mom and Galleria's mom, are telling the other three girls that Galleria is leaving. And all of a sudden, of course, they feel so bad. And they're like, oh, my God, we've been wasting time. Like, what mm -hmm. have we been doing? Um, I can't believe it. Like, can we please go talk to her? And they're like, no, her mind is made up. She's leaving. She's sleeping right now because she's leaving early. Um, mm -hmm. She needs to sleep. Which, like... That was a little aggressive. Like they yeah. could have woken her up. Like they right. could have. Like they didn't need to make her not. Like what is she talk an infant? Yeah, she an infant. She needs her rest. You need to sleep. She needs to sleep. Like you could have woken her up. Like they woke up at four a.m. to make a phone call. Like right. I thought that was like a little weird, but whatever. And um, also, then we cut to Galleria's bedroom where she is awake <laughs> Wait, yeah. and breaking into the song. It's over. So she's very so much right. awake. She's very much awake. One of the lines of the song is, this is a sadness I've never known. I'm afraid that the hurt is here to stay. Um, <laughs> this is, seems a little bit dramatic for for going home and not entering into a contest like a sadness you've never known honey your life is going to be so sad for you then oh from here God. on out because so many things are going to happen um you don't even know but you so haven't they're even all met singing Greg. the song yeah you haven't even met Greg yet <laughs> so they're all singing the song and they're all sad blah, blah, blah. it's really dramatic it's like the most it's, this is like my least favorite so part dramatic. of the whole movie I the, think was the way the they do the scenes is like um, in the movie Grease when they're singing Stranded at the Drive-In and they cut to like <sighs> Sandy's face and his face. Like yeah. that's what it, it's like a cut of close up of their faces. There's a lot of wind. It's just, it's a lot. It's a it's lot. A lot. Um, so the, the morning, next morning, yeah, the next morning comes. Yeah. Chanel tries and goes to talk to Galleria. So she like knocks on her window, but she's not answering. So she goes in and she sees that Galleria has already left and she left the new song that she wrote on the bed for them. Um, so obviously Chanel like picks up and she's super sad. She's like, 
what the hell did we do basically? And then we cut to Galleria at the train station getting ready to leave. And she's just walking and all of a sudden- Sorry, one thing I have to add in. While she was in Galleria's room, Marisol called her and she's like, I can't talk. Like I can't talk. Like we have a problem with Galleria and hung up on her, which is very telling. Yes. Yes. That is, which is good in this sense. Um, Very good. Yes. And so while Galleria is at the train station, she faintly hears in the background, amigas, chicas, <laughs> friends for life. <laughs> and she she's turns. like, what? <laughs> and she turns and there she sees uh, Chanel and Doe and Aqua in their PJs. They came in straight their from their house and they are singing the song that she wrote for them. And she's like, this is a four part harmony. You got to do it with us. We can't do it without you. Can you forgive me? And of course she forgives them. Um, but Galleria is like, I'm only coming back if you guys really work. And they're like, absolutely, like no funny business. We got this. We are going to do it. Um, yeah. And they're, they're going back. The, the they're Cheetah girls are back. back together. As they're standing together in this somehow empty Barcelona train station, which I just can't possibly <laughs> fathom, Marisol's mom calls Chanel and is like, I'm so sorry to hear about Galleria. And Galleria's like, oh no, I'm back. And the mom is like shook to hear that she's back. She's obviously very upset because this is not what she wanted. Mm-mm. So just store that in the back of your mind. Yes. And also on this phone call, on this phone call, also on this phone call, she says, oh, uh, there's another like warm up thing this Wednesday at the Dancing Cat. I should, I'm going to sign you girls up for it. And they're like, oh, that sounds great. Like, yeah, we, we have stuff to practice. Yeah. Let's do it. We get back to the house, right? Yes. Um, so Chanel walks into the villa and she overhears a conversation between her mom and Galleria's mom, which is basically her mom crying that she thinks Luke isn't proposing because he knows that Chanel doesn't like him. So she literally goes immediately to Luke and gives a really heartfelt apology for being mean and, you know, being cold to him and not being inviting. And um, he accepts the apology immediately. And it's actually very sweet. It is very sweet. But then (laughs) this leads directly, immediately, immediately to all of the people in the house, basically crowding at the door while the mom is reading like by the lake, pond, whatever, fountain. And Luke comes out in like a suit or whatever and just goes right up to the mom and says, I can ask you a question. Like picks her up. She's standing, gets down on one knee and just goes, will you marry me? And that is so weird. He says nothing else. There's no lead up. There's no, I love you so much. You are nothing. Just a, will you marry me? And she says, yes. And she's so excited. She's stoked. It's like it was the greatest proposal she's ever seen in her life. Which, like, what? It was awful. 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 I was so upset. I was like, after it's all how I that, imagine Greg would propose. A hundred percent. And he would expect you to be fucking falling on the floor in love with him. God. And now, the next thing is, we find out a secret about Joaquin. He's not rich. Oh my God, you're right. Yes. He's having He's a conversation with Doe, and he tells her the reason he didn't take her to lunch with his friends is because he couldn't afford to take her. He's a count, but his family's money is all gone. Um, and so, you know, he actually has more in common with Doe than she realized. Yes. And she feels um, like an idiot because she judged him. And she said, you know, she's like, that's what I'm never supposed to do. I'm not supposed to judge people, whatever. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, so they, they rekindle. Um, and next we go to the dance studio. Yes. So the four sorry. of them and Joaquin head to the dance studio and they are rehearsing the song Step Up. Um, so they're dancing, they're singing. It's a really amazing, amazing time. 
I wondered why in this dance studio they put up giant like light letters that said Cheetah Girls on it just they for the rehearsal. Like they, they wouldn't rehearse anywhere without it. <laughs> they need to set up their own. Like I don't even know. It you gotta so make sure everybody knows. It's amazing. Um, uh, Step Up this, is a great song though. Yeah. And at the end of Step Up, we cut directly to them singing on stage at the Dancing Cat. Oh, yeah. At the cool. thing that Marisol's mom was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um and we pan to Joaquin watching them in the audience. In this moment, I felt he looked greatly resembled David Archuleta. Interesting. Do you see it? I could see it. Yeah. In I this could definitely see it. Interesting. We also pan to Marisol's mom in the audience, who is not happy, but slow clapping while they're performing. Yes. And then we cut to, after their performance, the owner of the club walking up to them and giving them 100 euros each for their performance. And the mom is like, oh, use it for the festival. And I thought in my head, oh, no, I have a memory about this. And this is not going to be good. Not going to be good. She says they have a sound check tomorrow and there's two days until the competition. Um, So the next thing we know, we are at that sound check. So the Cheetah Girls are, you know, just like, oh, my God, this is the stage. And they're getting their costumes ready and everything. Um, And then the director of the whole thing comes in and asks for the (sighs) Cheetah Girls. And he's just like did you perform at the dancing cat last night or whatever? And he's just like, yeah. And they're like, and were you paid? And the Marisol's mom is like, oh yeah, I set the whole thing up. And she was like, were you paid? She's like, no, I wasn't. But the girls were and like immediately says that they were paid. And he's just like, okay, well that makes them like professionals. That's they're officially professionals. And this is an amateur only contest. So they can't perform anymore. And, I'm and like, the mom's like, oh. oh, no, this is my fault. Don't disqualify them. Don't do it. And he's like, I have to. The rules say it. And she goes like, well, in that case, I have an idea. Why don't they perform with Marisol instead? And then the girls are like, well, only Chanel knows Marisol's songs. And, like, all the songs are in Spanish. Um, and the mom's like, all right, well, then Chanel, perform with Marisol. And Chanel's like, uh-uh, it's all of us or nothing. And then Galleria and the others actually very nicely are like, no, do not make this trip for nothing. Like, don't make us have come to Barcelona and none of us get to perform. Perform with Marisol. You speak Spanish. You know her songs. Um, and so she agrees. Yeah. And it's just like, mm, so convenient, Lola, that so you had convenient. a plan immediately after this all happened. Um, and then it, we immediately cut to um, the girls with their moms. And again, Dorothea knows it's Lola. She's like, I knew she wasn't to be trusted. And they're like, <laughs> and still, they don't think that it was Lola. They're like still resisting it a little bit. Um, they're like, uh, we, we maybe we were just like too stupid. Like we didn't realize like this is our fault. And I'm just like, she set you up. Like this is so rude. Whatever. She completely set them up. We also get one piece of good news here, though, which is that Luke says to Chanel, or says to the mom or whatever, that now that they're engaged, they're going to move to New York together, not Barcelona. And so all the girls are so, so, so psyched um, because this was her fear that when they got engaged that they were going to move to Barcelona. Yes. Um, And then we get to a scene at the Dancing Cat where we see the girls actually giving back the money to the uh, guy who's in charge there. And he's just like, this has never happened before. No one's ever given me money back. And they're like, you know, it's just the principle of the thing. Like, just take it, whatever. Um, And we see like a creepy little angel in the corner watching them during this exchange. Um, And then we're back at the competition again where we're continuing to rehearse. uh, But this time it's for you know, just Chanel and Marisol, they're there to support Chanel. And the director comes in again and he's just like, 
are why are the cheetah girls here and they're like we're literally just here to support we're so sorry and he's just like well I've been informed by a reliable source. And then he's like talking to Lola. He's like that you were the one that had it arranged for the cheetah girls to be paid at the dancing cat. And she's like, me? Never. I would never. And she's like, who's your reliable source? And we learn his reliable source is his nephew, Angel. Angel has a bigger role than we thought. Bigger role than we thought. They're all connected. We love it. So this means that the cheetah girls get to perform because he knows that it was a setup. Which what? And they have a half woot, hour woot, to prepare. Literally to prepare. And we already know the entire movie, they have not been rehearsing. Yep. <laughs> but if we know anything about Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Sisters, they are going to pull it together. We know Oh, it. absolutely. Um, Marisol kind of goes off on her mom a little bit. Mm, and she's like, mm-hmm. it's always been about you. I don't want to win this way. And she refuses to perform anymore. So when the show starts and the announcer announces marisol to the crowd and they're going nuts because she's the performer from barcelona she does not walk out on stage instead she is on the side eating churros which is honestly a mood and i loved it for her i loved it so much (laughs) um so then he's like uh actually she wasn't able to make it so instead we have the cheetah girls and they come up on stage they perform amigas cheetahs which is a phenomenal song with a nod to the fact that they've been speaking spanish in barcelona this whole time they did it um, it starts off with Galleria slowly walking up the stairs in a feathery red and black dress. Angel is playing the guitar. It is extremely dramatic. Do you have the quote of what she says? Please tell. Oh, because I do. I have. I I don't think I have all of it. I have two sentences of it. Do you have all of it? I have all of it. I think. I think it's only three sentences, but I have all of it. Please. Dramatically, as she comes up these stairs in this giant dress, she's like. This song is dedicated to Barcelona, where I found an angel around every corner. Thank you, Barcelona, for teaching me that not everybody's path is the same, but if you find people that will take the journey with you, they are your true amigas cheetahs. <laughs> Truly the drama of it. What? This is an what angel I hold around every corner. Not everyone's path is the same. Like, what does that mean? Where did you mean? learn these things? What do you mean? It's like the end of the stepsister from Planet Weird, where she's like, there's room for everyone at the table. And you're like, well, that wasn't the point. Like, <laughs> we get that you wanted this to be the takeaway directors and script writers, but that wasn't embedded in the film. Also, what's a true Amigas Cheetahs? That's not a thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Um, but they're performing. It's amazing. It's incredible as oh, it's you could have predicted it would be. production. And very cute. They have Marisol come on stage at one point to sing like one little part in Spanish. She's really not the bad guy. So glad yeah. that they included her. Yeah. Um, it becomes like Danielle said, quite the performance. They have dancers, musicians, it's everything. The director everything. from the whole thing, he starts playing the trumpet. Which I'm like, how did he get in on this? They have like 18 musicians in the background and like um, many dancers. They it, like it and it ends and starts like three separate times. Like yeah. <laughs> it's it's a whole I was thing. so confused, but I couldn't look away. No, it was beautiful. And then when they're done, they do like bows like you would at the end of like a fucking Broadway production. Like they have yes. each person come up individually and And bow. then like, they kind of like walk off stage and the movie ends. And my question ends. is, did they win? Who we don't won? know what the F who wins this contest? We don't know. I was I was pissed. I didn't. I was I'm not so. I that. honestly thought I missed something. I re, I had to rewind it to make sure <laughs> who won. We we don't Disney, know. Disney. We who don't wins? know. It's unclear. 
and that's it. That's the end. All right. Uh, want me to go? I'll give you some post-movie thoughts. Um, I just said, wow, wow, wow. Just incredible. What a movie. It is full of absolute bops, incredible choreography throughout. And of course, the story of four cheetah girls, cheetah sisters who can never be torn apart. Um, I did think it was kind of funny, and you actually mentioned this a little bit before, that the issue in both movies is basically that Galleria is too controlling. (laughs) And in the first one, like, yes, absolutely she is. And it's like not in a good way. And she like loses sight of, you know, everything. But in this one, she just wanted to be serious about the competition and just wanted her friends to rehearse with her and they they were calling her too controlling but like she she was just trying to be responsible and I was fully on her side in this one um so I thought that was just kind of funny how it was like the similar issue but the other side of it Mm. um it was cute how they all had their like own little Spanish fantasy whatever that was but they they needed to buckle down um so for once I agreed with Galleria and her actions um I can only assume that they won the competition because like damn like they had again it was a whole ass production everyone was on stage by the end everyone loved it soul included you know um but i would have loved to known for sure i just I, seriously i'll go to sleep tonight not knowing and that's gonna and I haunt just, me i just looked it up and like one of the google answer things like has a whole thing and it's like and the cg and winning the contest and i'm like that's not clear unless maybe marisol and them were the only ones performing and so since she dropped out they win by default there was a person right before they announced marisol so there oh. was at least one other competitor at so least. like they could have won they could have won it was that italian boy no but whatever bops all around great movie 10 out of 10 i loved it all right my turn i said incredible the movie served exactly what i remembered and was hoping for fits attitude and amazing music i love strut and amigas cheetahs they are both just as much bops today as they were when the movie first came out um i didn't quite remember how dramatic the movie was and how cringy the like left my heart in barcelona-esque feel was from (laughs) um galleria at the end Um, but I loved every single second of it. Um, you love to see the cheetah girls overcome an obstacle and come out stronger than ever. Obviously. Um, but again, very upset the movie didn't include the results of the contest. I know that wasn't the point. It's about friendship and music and passion, but still, still, we I need to, to know. know. I also, know. I think it's funny how you say they come out stronger than ever when, I'm pretty sure it's during the filming of this movie that like the cheetah girls were actually really falling apart (laughs) and like Raven was just like barely hanging on to this group and the movie, the next movie does not include her at all. Um, But the fictitious cheetah girls. The fictitious cheetah girls are the only ones that matter, you know? Absolutely. 1000%. And that's episode 40 folks. Beautiful Thanks one. for listening. Yeah, you uh, know where to find us on social media. You can follow us on Instagram at Disney plus or minus all spelled out. You can find us on Twitter at Disney plus or underscore. Uh, you can go to anchor.fm slash Disney plus or minus to leave a voice memo. Uh, tell us what you think about Greg because fuck Greg. Um, and make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And, you know, stick around to see what other suggestions you guys gave that uh, we'll probably be covering in the next few weeks. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.